and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we usually take one recently released album and discuss it in depth, but we're departing from that format this week to talk about our new discoveries from the recent South by Southwest Music Festival in Austin, Texas. For the show, you can listen to us every other Thursday on BFF.FM at 9.30 a.m., or you can subscribe to the podcast by going to For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. We're going to start off by talking about my favorite of the discoveries from South by Southwest, a band called Sego, S-E-G-O, and this is a song called Shame. Everyone's trying to sell me drugs. I'm just like you, but lazy. What if I am the normal one? What if everyone else is crazy? All these people, all these problems, oh my God. Oh my God, all my friends' teeth are turning gold, but I'm the only one that's smiling. For anyone who may not be aware, South by Southwest is a music discovery festival where the organizers curate something like 2,000 bands from around the world who are all kind of not very well known and up and coming and trying to build a larger American audience. And they descend on Austin and play at 100 different venues, small bars and clubs over the course of six days. And we usually end up seeing between 80 and 100, depending on how ambitious we are. But it's a really great way to just sample a lot of new music that you might not seek out at home. It's certainly a good way to get it. I think it's been described, and I've described as seeing a year's worth of shows in a yeah. week. And it can be a little bit, you know, drinking from the fire hose, but it, it almost, I think it makes it harder for a band to stand out because there's a million bands that are good. And yet here are some folks who, you know, I had actually, I think, heard them a, few, a couple years back. They were in the in the lineup and it just seemed kind of thin. And then I think you picked up on them this year and it has such a much bigger sound because it was a duo and now it's a quartet. It was originally just a guitarist and a drummer. And now they found an amazing bassist and this great keyboardist and guitarist and a wonderful just ham of a performer on stage as we discovered and so the sound is big and i you know this particular song i think you pointed out very beck like mm -hmm. but i almost think I feel of, like it's kind of a cross between beck and lcd sound system yeah there are other songs that are very much more in that other realm and obviously we play a single song and you don't get that sense but just across the course of like a 30 or 40 minute show so many different sounds of this kind of slacker rock other stuff that's much more dancey other stuff that's just sort of like the world's best bar band and throughout it this just everyone on that stage is the front man super charismatic the keyboardist i mentioned and the the depth and the range and the skill is amazing so obviously it's just go seek out this album's coming out in, in april and it's, it's one of my Sigo sucks yeah it's one of my most anticipated releases of the spring the next song we're gonna play is from a band that i thought you would hate but you ended up really liking them and they're called the medium and this song is called good old days staying in bed today 
I love Sloan, as, as everyone should. And I also <laughs> love the old Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young stuff. And they these guys are from Nashville, and they reminded me a lot of that old kind of early 70s vocal harmony styles. But they're just so jaunty and such good musicians and they were so fun to watch and just all individually really talented but just coming together they have such a warm like fun happy sound i feel like there's if you're going to be a musician do something new or if you're going to do something old do it really well Mm -hmm. and these guys are just all fabulous musicians on their instruments and then and they're and i i just always appreciate when they're really unassuming looking they're Mm -hmm. just these like very kind of I'm not going to say, I mean, I'm a pretty nerdy guy. So they're, they're like a little kind of not, they're not studly looking, but they, Mm -hmm. they come up on stage and they're unassuming. And then the three guys in front are all doing these three part harmonies and swapping off the leads and their voices are all just so strong and so pure. And it's this respite in a chaotic world. And I think there's nothing wrong with just enjoying classic style music made new by people with just a lot of charm and not a lot of pretense. And they have almost no recorded music. So I'm really looking forward to seeing stuff that we can listen to. I think they have two songs on Spotify. Yeah. One of which is this one. (laughs) (laughs) So looking forward to hearing more from them. Yeah. So the next band we're going to talk about is a band from Brisbane, Australia called Wax, and it's spelled W-A-A-X, and this song is called Labrador. One of the best ways, I think, to distinguish yourself as a band is to have just one person who is so profoundly charismatic and just draws everyone's eye and everyone's ear. And with Wax, their front woman is just made of this pure fury on the record, as you hear, and even more on stage where she is just... She's striding back and forth and going out into the audience and just establishing eye contact with one after another as she just has this primal howl that is so powerful as you hear in the choruses there. But then in the verses where she pulls back a little bit and then there's a lot of kind of nuance and vibrato to her voice that is just really pretty to go with the just 
you know, feminist rage. It's really great. Yeah, her name's Marie DeVita. And the great thing about seeing them live is that she was clearly, I mean, they were all very excited to be there, but she clearly was just so happy to be performing and was so, you know, excited about this opportunity. And so it's the song, you know, when I first heard the song, I'm like, this is amazing. This sounds like L7 all over again. And um, it does have like that grunge feel to it. But like an, in in addition to the like, primal howlingness of it is just like all this joy and energy and that was really yeah. fun to see well, and you hear in those instrumental sections that yeah she is drawing a lot of attention but in the moments when she's not drawing that you realize oh actually this is they're crazy solid these guys are really a tight band great musicians and it was just a you know, wonderful delight to see them and a band that i really didn't know quite what to expect and definitely did not get what I expected, but was excited by what I did. It's this artist originally out of LA, but currently based in Richmond, Virginia. Her name is Angelica Garcia and her act was kind of an experimental looped voice solo act until halfway through when suddenly her band comes on stage and they burst into this pop number that is no less strange called Karma the Knife. Listening to music uh, in preparation for the festival, figuring out what we want to listen to. This is a performer who just jumped out at me with her voice that is so warm and also weird and a songwriting sensibility that I think is both pop and very quirky. Mm-hmm. We, we heard there just that where she's almost throat singing and she's does this kind of cr- these croaking. But then when she wants to be just a pretty pop style, very effective at that. And her songwriting is just, again, this huge range where I think she'll play a traditional Spanish language ballad. She does these experimental looped songs. And then these, I think, tracks that really get at, I mean, a lot of them have very explicit kind of feminist perspective. And this one's very philosophical. And I think she's really thinking about big questions and, you know, having this background where she's kind of a little bit of, I think, a little fish out of water. She talks about in the stage act. Yeah, and she's really, her lyrics are very funny and kind of smart for how young she is. And I really enjoyed listening to her stuff as we were, you know, choosing bands to see, performers to see at the festival. But I wasn't sure what she would be like live. But in person, she was so, she had such a great presence and she had so much star power and her voice was just as good live as it sounds on the record. And I, I can really see her having an impressive career because she's she's got so much versatility and her voice is just really terrific. Yeah, I would love to see that, I mean, that she has that talent. You hope that it doesn't get kind of the, too many of the rough edges filed off by some producer who says, you could be a star. And I, based on what I saw, I don't see her going that direction because she has such a sort of distinctive, 
narrative perspective and that the boldness of taking half of your South by Southwest set, and these are not long sets, and just showing up there alone while everyone wonders why are those instruments on stage and you're just up there looping your voice and it sounded self, you know, you would think that's self-indulgent, but it was really cool. And that same ability to kind of sing call and response with herself by using this technology that easier done on an album, but she's able to capture that kind of single voice doing a bunch of different jobs at once. And I, I really liked that even as a stage act where she was sort of pulling back the curtain ahead of time saying, here's how, here's how the sausage gets made. Here's how I'm able to do this. And now you won't be distracted by these other performers on stage. You'll know that I have all of these tricks. Yeah, she did. The first half of her set was just her solo. And then after the first half, she brought out her backing band. Yeah. And it made it so much more amazing because you saw she was already so compelling solo Mm -hmm. and then had that backing band. Very, very solid. All those guys are great. And uh, I, I enjoyed kind of the visual contrast where she's just, you know, Latina out of L.A. very and very kind of stylish and has this amazing presence. And then all of her band are just sort of like from the grab bag of indie boy stereotypes. But they got the chops. But it's like yeah. you got the mountain man and the math teacher with tattoos. And, but they have the chops. And so I, and in the, vis- in the visual of that, too, it's like they, they all look so different. And yet they work together so well to back up her vision. It's really great. So the next band we'll talk about was the biggest surprise for me. They're British and they're called Sports Team. And this song is called Kusher. You fuck with my system again. I'll take your favorite pen. I'll take your t-shirt and put it in the wash. Then when you Kutcher's got nothing on you Ashton Kutcher will be laughing at you I just wanted to be your Teddy But they're not together anymore I wasn't expecting much when we went to see these guys. I thought this song was really funny, but also kind of gimmicky. I mean, it's about Ashton Kutcher. And there are other songs that we I had added to our playlist that we listened to in preparation for the festival. Just it, it could, you know, it seemed kind of poppy and a little bit silly, but they were so good. And they were six, there's six of them on stage. They all have kind of unique styles and personalities. And the front man is so charismatic and really sells it. 
Yeah, well, what I was funny is his sort of entire persona on the album seems kind of like this world-weary, kind of maybe a little drunk guy. It's this very kind of debauched vibe. And then he comes on stage, this fresh-faced guy right out of college. Wearing a suit. Yeah, he's just very clean cut and hamming it up. And, I mean, I was... I think I read a rev- a, an article about these guys and it was talking about, you know, the 90s and how they were like pop rock coming out of Britain was really fun. But his swagger on stage is like this is kind of like a young Mick Jagger almost, even as he's singing, it's just this complete goofball. But then you look at Mick Jagger's kind of a goofball, except backed up by a really good band. So I'm not saying these guys are the Rolling Stones, but there was that vibe there of just this guy tr- demanding attention and then a six piece band shouldn't work, but they're super tight together. And they're really entertaining to watch. Like the keyboardist slash tambourineist is has a complete deadpan expression and moves almost not at all unless he's playing. Yeah, it was and it's such a of, great contrast. Yeah, that he's just staying there. I think he has hands behind his back. Yeah, make sure that you won't see any activity until it's time to play those keyboards. Yeah, I was really impressed with how committed they were to making these songs. Yeah, well, I, I guess they were have only been a band for what a couple of years now they met at cambridge yeah so they're very they're very posh but also very talented and i guess someone said hey maybe you should take this band seriously <laughs> yeah they were just kind of playing together and goofing around and some manager took them on and was like hey if you actually like put energy into this and practice you could do something with it yeah and so- they've actually gone they've rocketed in popularity in britain yeah i think they're selling out thousand seat venues yeah so uh here's hope i mean i'm hoping they get big enough that they actually can put together a tour of the u.s because they are just fabulously entertaining it's pop it's i you know i don't know if they're saying something profound but just from a sheer joy of what's happening on that stage everyone on that stage having fun but obviously that front man just clearly was born to perform and has this voice I, the one other thing that strikes me though is the the musical style is so different, but he kind of reminds me of the uh, block party lead vocalist. And now having heard that, it's just like such different music. But that same sort of heft and the the way he has a British accent while singing that is not sort of traditional, but yeah, they're okay. they're so joyful and unpretentious. And I think a band that also out of England that could have been really pretentious and was anything but was called squid who finished up their set with a song called the dial
we saw Squid perform as part of Steve Lamax BBC showcase that they put on at, over the course of like three days and they broadcast it simultaneously live on the BBC. And these guys were clearly so excited about this opportunity and the fact that they were playing live to a place where their friends and family were probably all listening. And they just had that you could really tell they were like putting it all on the table. Yeah, I was very shocked because this music, I like it on the record, but it's so kind of, it sounds like, you know, kind of shouty, angry young men. The music is sort of self-consciously intricate and with the little, uh, the song actually has an entire psych freak out jam that takes a good minute or two towards the end of the song. Like there's a lot going on here. But also it comes across as sounding pretty minimalist, I think, with that kind of chunky backbone, the the instrumentation, the the rhythms are kind of just... Sparks. Yeah, and it's it is not overproduced, but it's still it just uh, when I heard this, I'm like, I might like this. It seems a little pretentious, but their stage presence was five nice young chaps from England mm-hmm. just having a blast. Like they seemed all to be best friends with each other, and they're just fun little touches. Like that the drummer does the lead vocals, and he looks about 14. He's this kind of already young looking guy, but then he was wear- wearing shorts and a baseball cap, and so it made him look even younger. And so he just kind of comes on saying, "What's that little kid doing?" And then he just starts yelling while drumming, which is amazing. Just how much energy the guy must have. And then the I think the bassist people were switching instruments at various points. Mm-hmm. The bassist just started playing a horn, I think a cornet, maybe a trumpet. People started wailing on cowbells at various points. Like it, it was just but all super tight. Like you that oh makes my it goodness. sound very chaotic. It but was their anything but. Was really good. And so that's the thing. It's like to have that sort of intricate, tight musicianship, but with this feeling of looseness throughout. And then this song as it was the was the finale of their set, and the lead singer just starts throwing out lyrics from Don't You Want Me Baby. She was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar uh-huh. and he's saying interlocking like, the, the dial stays the same, yeah. the dial stays the same. She was working in a waitress <laughs> in a cocktail bar while just drumming and and just grinning and everyone's having such a good time. Uh, it was... And they were almost about to wrap up the song and then they, they had like 30 seconds left on this giant <laughs> clock that they're watching because it's live to the BBC and they're like we have 30 more seconds and so they just kept playing the outro to the song until they got to the very end where they got cut yeah, off. They're, they're gonna play as much as they can and that was it, I loved seeing these guys it was an, just another amazing pleasant surprise and that's why we go to South by Southwest is that sometimes you know you hear stuff on record that's good and you see them play and they're fine but then sometimes you just get so surprised by the difference in presentation or what your expectation was from these bands and and especially because we're often seeing the the festival organizers do a great job of curating bands from around the world. So they're often bands that you would not expect to tour internationally and wouldn't normally come to the U.S. And we get to see them here. And you can just tell they're just so excited that someone outside of Italy is here listening to their music and they're getting to spread spread the word. So. Yeah, it's uh, here's hoping these guys get big enough to tour here. I'm not sure it'll happen, but fingers crossed. So I think the next artist we'll talk about, a little change of pace, very different kind of music with a very different presentation. Her name is Sir Baby Girl, and we're going to play a song called Cheerleader. I want to fall like a cheerleader. It's all my fault. Drop to my ponytail's 
So Sir Baby Girl isn't someone I would have picked out from the list, but then I heard so much buzz about her that we just had to go. I, I just really wanted to add her to my list. And she's this young queer woman who has a background in musical theater, which is very evident from her performance. She had two backup dancers and a super theatrical costume and makeup and is just really putting on a performance for someone who's just up there by herself on the stage with a microphone and the two backup dancers. And, she, and the IT guy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but she just did. She was an amazing performer. She just really had star power. Yeah, it, it's not my thing, but I, I'm immediately sort of taken to the Lady Gaga example of someone who was very sort of outrageous in a presentation, very sort of explicitly queer or about like inclusiveness of all identities. Yeah. And... And yet you strip that away and like, oh, she's actually very talented. And you hear some of that in this song where the song is both her voice is really strong and then structurally like, oh, there's actually like a verse and then sort of a second part of the verse and then a pre-chorus and then a chorus and then a really interesting bridge where she brings in be aggressive at the sort of like <laughs> rah-rah, not for the athletes, but for the women sort of trapped in these gender roles. And it's so great. And... I, yeah, I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. The crowd was at, uh, we saw her at Palm Door on Sabine, which is kind of an open, empty it's like, it's event like an space. Event, yeah. And it's, it's a little bit sterile, but she had the house packed and people were dancing and super into it. Like she had fans in the yeah. audience already. Yeah. And it was very wholesome because her parents were there. Yeah. And it was really cute. Her parents, these elderly, this elderly couple, and they have, they had matching t-shirts that said Sir Baby Girl Wrangler. Yeah. It was very It was cute. adorable. So I think a different kind of adorable, but I think the last band we'll talk about was one that I didn't quite know what to expect. I just thought, hey, these are straight ahead punk rock songs, but it's this up and coming band out of Albuquerque. Yeah, Albuquerque. Oh yeah, they have a music scene and this band is called Prism Bitch. It's uh, four women and a guy. They wear this rainbow of tracksuits on stage and their enthusiasm, their energy, and their musicianship, the songs actually get really pretty, they were, pretty intense. And they, they were, were less punk and more melodic, I think, when we saw them perform. Yeah, I think they got into some kind of glam territory. They have a couple of EPs out so far. I'm really looking forward to more music because I want to see the recordings go in that direction. And they played for this time. Tiny, tiny crowd. Yeah, it, it was one of the, I mean, sometimes it just happens at South by that you're at a venue or at a time when there just aren't that many people there. And so we saw them with maybe 20 people in the audience and they still just gave it their yeah. all. Yeah. And I just, I saw them after the show and I said, I'm, I'm so glad we caught you. I'm so glad we saw them. And they said, yeah, we're so glad you did too. <laughs> and it just, it warmed my heart. And that's like the best of the festival. There's so much garbage, but the good stuff is so amazing. And I really hope these folks tour and, uh, you can get a chance to see him because it was just such a fun show. So we'll go out. There's a song called Treehouse. And, and this is Prison Bitch. And you've been listening to For the Record on our South by Southwest wrap up. Thanks so much for listening.